2: That you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day to day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, We'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge.
0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. And how are you today? You know, today is a beautiful fall morning. And today I am going to challenge you to make a difference in your own health. I'm going to ask you to find the motivation to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour, I'm asking you to listen. Listen for yourself. Listen about how this information applies to you. Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change and you are the only person you are responsible for and you are the person that can truly make a difference. Mhm, I know. You're busy. I'm busy too. We're all busy. We lead very busy lives. And sometimes, you know, I don't know about you. I like that feeling of busy. My schedule this week is wild. I'm loving it. I love being busy. But sometimes busy means I'm distracted. I forget about the details, the things that are important, the things that I have chosen as goals. I lose my focus when I'm really busy. Do you take for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? Are you spinning your wheels and getting nowhere? What are the choices you make in your world? How do you touch the lives of the people that you meet? And do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? I mentioned this morning that it is a beautiful fall morning and I love those rich colors of fall. Now our leaves haven't turned yet. They're still green. We just got a lot of rain that finally has given us a little bit of green back at the end of our summer. And there are gardens that are now flourishing again after the long dryness of our summer. And the rain and the cooler temperatures of fall that have nurtured a second planting of vegetables and fall flowers and it is just beautiful. And this morning I'm really enjoying some flowers that I have on my dining room table. I have a client who brings flowers to every one of his health care team just because he can. And those flowers are so beautiful this morning, and they just make me smile. Every time I move through that room, I see those rich burgundies and purples, and they're the, the beautiful fall colors, and they just make me smile. You know, that's the kind of thing that I talk about. The things to be grateful for are often things that other people have done for us. And the ripple is that our smile then carries on to others. I have been truly blessed this week with the clients that have walked through my door. I have witnessed more than once this week the almost instant transformation that comes with hypnosis. I had a smoker come into my door this week. Now, he's been there before, a year or more ago, and he came back specifically because he knew it worked for him and he knew what choice he had made, so that it stopped working. But he also knew that if he just came back, if we just did it again, he would feel great. And I love to watch that transformation as a person comes out of trance, especially someone who has come in to be a non-smoker, because as they emerge from hypnosis, there's a a time when I can watch them go internally to check how they're feeling and then this beautiful smile comes onto the face and I know that they know that they're a non-smoker. I got to watch that same transition with a client who was extremely upset and bordering on a level of anxiety that was close to panic She has a medical test this week and she's very frightened of the results. She came in specifically because she knew she needed to calm herself. She knew that she needed to be able to do this test and to trust the results. And again, I got to watch that almost instant transformation from fear to calm. And it was such a... Beautiful transition. Now, that's the kind of thing I get to witness. Do you know how awesome that is? To be able to watch as people transform their lives. I also had the blessing of an eager student this week. You know, the kind that just absorbs information like a sponge. I love to watch that because... It wakes up in me that eagerness to learn. Now, I do love to learn. I love to read and study and get as much information into my brain as I can. But to watch a young student who is still new to the world and sees everything with beginner's eyes, that's a beautiful thing to witness. And I am grateful that I got that blessing this week. I'd like to talk about lessons that I learn from my clients, because today I'm really going to focus on personal health, on your physical health, and transforming your health into a greater state of being. So, let me start with the lessons that I learn from my clients. Probably first and for- foremost of all the lessons that I could possibly pick up for my clients is the ownership and responsibility for one's own health. Now I'm a strong advocate of that. I always empower my clients to ask questions, to seek information and to make their own decisions. But I think what I like best is I have one particular gentleman. And he's very, very clear about why he hires his healthcare team. And he's very, very clear with every physician, every healthcare practitioner that he consults, that he is doing just that. He is consulting them. He's not hiring them to direct or dictate what he does, he's hiring them as a consultant to provide him with their knowledge and information and he will decide whether that fits him and because of that this incredible man who is 84 years old just took a cruise on the West Coast between Seattle and Alaska he went on every excursion that he wanted to he felt great he was very mobile and very active a year ago that wasn't the case, and he thoroughly enjoyed his entire trip. Now he understands his health, he understands what his body needs, and while he chose not to eat in the way that he typically does at home, he also was very, very aware and very conscious in what he was doing. And as soon as he came home, He put himself back into his routine, back into eating the foods and following the activity level that he knows is best for him, because he owns his own health. Again, I would encourage you to learn that lesson as well. If you don't understand something, ask questions until you do. Get copies Of every lab test, every diagnostic test, get copies. Keep your own file. If you don't understand it, ask. If you don't, if you're not satisfied with the explanation, find someone else to explain it to you until you understand. Make your own decisions and choices. Another lesson that I learned from my clients and one I really got to witness this week firsthand, is about the lesson of resistance. You know, we are often resistant to making a change, and we think that's a bad thing. We say to ourselves, I know better. I know what's good for me, and yet I don't do it. And we can stay stuck on that hamster wheel for a long time. But resistance transformed is really Persistence. Think about it. If you have an aspect of yourself that has always resisted doing what's good for you, has it been with you for a very long time? I'll bet so. Well, what if you could get that kind of persistence attached to your healthy behaviors? Wouldn't that make a difference for you? So if you see your resistance as being something positive and useful because it persists through all life crises, perhaps you can make use of that aspect of yourself. And stubbornness, another one of those qualities that we're taught is a bad thing. I love people who are stubborn because stubbornness transformed is really determination. Determination to do it no matter what. Determination to to prove other people wrong, I like that. Sometimes what I encourage clients to do is when a physician or some other medical authority has made a statement to them that they didn't particularly like, I encourage them to use their stubbornness to prove that individual wrong. This gentleman that I just talked about, this 84-year-old man who is very, very active and healthy and still teaching seminars and doing motivational speaking and doing energy healing. This man, I don't know now, two, three, four years ago, was essentially told by his physician to go home and get his affairs in order. There was nothing else that could be done. You know, we used that as a real strong motivator. make some very dramatic changes in his life and that determination was a wonderful springboard for his health. Now we're going to take a short break and when we return we're going to talk more about the kinds of health behaviors that you can take that really make a difference. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
2: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast, like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in 3, 2, 1. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T the nation's largest 4G network.
0: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T.
2: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com/network. New 2-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com/note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
0: Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about personal health and taking ownership and responsibility of your health And I've been sharing some lessons that I've learned from my clients, and I'll come back to that in just a moment or two, but I want to talk about something that is even more amazing. I discovered an article this week on Medscape, which is an online database of medical uh, research articles. Um, Anybody can access it, you just have to kind of log in and make an account, and you can get repeatedly, they come every couple of days actually, a list of new research that's been published. And I found an incredible article that just amazed me. Um, This was a presentation that just happened on August 29th at the Union for International Cancer Control World Cancer Congress 2012. The presentation was made by Dr. Graham Kolditz. He's a professor at the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, Missouri. And the statement that he made as his opening remark was that what we already know about cancer prevention, with no further research, could reduce the overall rate of cancer by half in the next 15 to 20 years. Okay, that just blew me away. What we already know could reduce cancer by 50%. We wouldn't have to do any more research. And we could drop our overall cancer rate, not just in this country, but in the world, in the next 15 to 20 years, by 50%. And most of those things that we already know are lifestyle behaviors. So, choices that are completely within our own control could drop the cancer rate by 50%. Does that interest you? Do you know anybody who's suffering from cancer, who's died of cancer? Do you have cancer? What if what you knew could change what happens in the future? What if the behaviors that you apply today could reduce the potential for cancer? in what is really a very short period of time. Would you do it? Would you make the change? If it was totally within your control and you could figure out how to apply it to your life, would you do it? You know it's amazing to me as I read this article I thought, oh those are really simple interventions. There's only a few that were high-tech that involved the use of particular medications. Most of them are lifestyle behaviors, things that you can do, things that you can choose or not to apply to your own life. But the ripple effect of that, if you choose to apply those behaviors to your life, think of the people that that impacts. Think of the people that you know that have had cancer and how many people that affects. Now, okay, sometimes that's a good thing. It brings us back to recognizing our priorities. But for the most part, I'm all for anything that we do that can prevent illness. Aren't you? So, here's the first one. I just want to throw that out there. Smoking cessation. That's right, something as simple as quitting smoking. One-third of cancer in high-income countries is caused by smoking. One-third of cancer. And the recommendation by Dr. Kolditz wasn't that everyone has to stop smoking, but simply that if we could reduce the overall smoking rate to that of the state of Utah, which is about 11%, So, in this country, if we could get the overall smoking rate down to 11%, we would see a 75% reduction in smoking-related cancers in the next 10 to 20 years. That's not just lung cancer. That's bladder cancer. It's kidney cancer. It's stomach cancer. It's colon cancer. So, think about that again. If we could support those people who are smokers and find them, find a way, help them find a way to reduce their smoking and then stop completely, we would reduce the total amount of smoking related cancers by 75%. Now, we already know that the smoking rate is going down and we know that this is an achievable goal. If we continue to stay focused on education and various options to help smokers quit, we can achieve that goal. If you are a smoker, make a decision. Work it out in your own mind. How can you apply this information? What works? There are lots of different approaches. Every one of them is effective in its own way. Some are more effective than others. Do your research. Find out. If you can't find something that works for you, keep looking. If it doesn't work on the first try, don't give up. You didn't get your smoking habit overnight. Figure out what works for you. Of course you know I'm a strong advocate of hypnosis to stop smoking because I've watched it work repeatedly. I know it works. I also know that I won't apply hypnosis to anybody who's wishy-washy about quitting because it won't work for them. And so those people I throw out of my office. I tell them to go home. Don't call me until they're ready. They have to have made up their mind. And that's the bottom line. When you take ownership of your health, you have to make a decision and take an action. Making the decision is not enough. You have to take the action. You have to change the behavior. Okay, so that is another lesson that I've learned from my clients, is that the decision is not enough. The decision to change isn't the same as the action of change. That's right. Somewhere in my, in my brain, I know that there's a story. I'm probably going to get it wrong. It's from Andy Andrews' book, The Noticer. And the main character, his name is Jones, says, There are five pigeons sitting on a fence. One of them decides to fly away. How many pigeons are on the fence? Well, the answer is actually five, because decision is an action. The pigeon didn't actually fly away. He just decided to fly. That's the same for you. The decision to change is nice, but unless you're willing to take the action, make the commitment, and actually do it, the decision to change means nothing. And in the same vein, discovering the why to the behavior isn't nearly as important as the action to actually change the behavior. So going back to that decision to stop smoking, that's the start. Figuring out the why to your smoking, never mind. You can spend your lifetime discovering the why and never make a change. Just focus on what change you need to make. And that would be true for the next lifestyle behavior that has an incredible impact on cancer prevention. Being overweight or obese causes 20 percent of our current cancers today. Reducing your weight to a BMI between 21 and 23 reduces the cancer incidence By 50% in the next 2 to 20 years. So let's go through that again. If you reduce your weight from wherever you are down to a BMI that ranges between 21 and 23, we consider that normal weight, you have the potential of reducing your cancer rate by 50%. Your cancer rate by 50%. And depending on how you do that and how quickly you do that, you can see incredible and dramatic results, not just in your cancer prevention. Because you see, if we do prevention, we never know what might have happened if we didn't take the action. And that's what makes it so hard for us to make those changes. Because we don't get an immediate result. We don't see an immediate change We don't know that it was worth the effort and yet we do know, we know by research, we know by science that there are certain lifestyle behaviors that are associated with a higher risk and a higher manifestation of cancer and those are within our control. Improvement in diet alone could reduce the cancer incidence by 50%. I'm not talking about anything hard. <laughs> I'm talking about more fruits and vegetables, more healthy, you know, good, organic or not. You know, I you don't have to eat organic, but you do have to eat fresh foods. You have to reduce the high-fat stuff. You have to reduce the high-sugar stuff. You have to reduce the things that clog up your arteries, that interfere with digestion, and you have to go to the healthy, fresh, natural foods that we were designed to use as nutrition. Cancer by 50%. Do you want to do that? Do you want to make that change? So start with something little. Start with something that you can apply in your life. Potato chips are not a vegetable. I don't care how you look at them. They are not a vegetable. So move them out of your pantry. Move them out of your house. Put something in instead that is a fresh food that gives you nutrients that your body needs. Do you know why you overeat? Well, one of the reasons is because your body doesn't get the nutrition that it needs and you will be hungry if you're not getting the nutrients that your body requires. And it's amazing that once you give yourself those nutrients, your appetite diminishes. It's so amazing. So in your lifestyle, you have the potential to make this change. You have the potential to prevent your own cancer risk. I have more. When I come back we'll be talking more about those things that you can do to reduce the rate of cancer and your own risk of cancer and also some other lessons in taking ownership for your personal health. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
1: Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
2: Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
1: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear... That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about fifty-two seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T, rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network.
0: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone. It's a tablet. It's both. And it's only from AT&T.
2: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge.
0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about personal health and taking ownership and responsibility for your health. And specifically, I've been referencing a presentation that just occurred at the end of August um, from the Union of International Cancer Control at their World Cancer uh, Congress 2012. And the article, the presentation was done by Dr. Graham Kolditz. Um, And again, it's what we can do what we can change in our own lifestyle that can impact the overall cancer rate by 50%, meaning we can reduce the overall rate of cancer in this country and in the world by 50% if we take what we already know and apply it in a broad spectrum across everyone. Now, you can only apply it to you, but if you make that decision, you're an influencer on someone else. And they see your success, and they want to do that too. And then they make a change, and it ripples out from there. But you have to start with you. Now, we've talked about stopping smoking. We've talked about overweight and improvement in diet. There's one more that has a huge, huge impact on reducing the cancer incidence. And it is... Something that is simple. Now, I don't say that any of these things are easy, but these are simple. These are not high tech. They aren't things that we have to have a lot of knowledge of. We just have to make a commitment to do it. And this one is increase in physical activity. I didn't say you had to go to the gym, just increase your physical activity. Move, get out and walk, do something every day, increase the number of steps you take in your day and you could reduce the cancer incidence in this country if we all did that. If we just increased our physical activity and became more physically active, we could reduce our cancer incidence by as much as 85% in 5 to 20 years. See, what we already know is that the people who are more active have a lower risk of cancer. What we already know is that people who exercise regularly have a lower risk of cancer, period. Overall, all cancers. We already know this. All we have to do is make a personal decision and take the action to increase our physical activity. Yeah, I know, you're busy. So what? Are you too busy to live? Because let me tell you, once a cancer diagnosis occurs, your life stops. There's no focus on all of the things that you thought were important. There's no focus on the things that you want to do. Your focus is on trying to live, going through the treatment, making decisions, being scared, and trying to live. Now, the good news is we've made great strides in the treatment of cancer. And many cancers that even 10 years ago were fatal are now chronic illnesses. But why would you choose to have a chronic illness if you could prevent it in the first place. Get this. Increasing your physical activity could reduce your risk of any form of cancer. Get out and move. And we could reduce the overall cancer incidence by as much as 85% in the next 5 to 20 years. I think That's phenomenal. Now again, going to those lessons that I learned from my clients, commitment and passion will carry you through the doubts and the obstacles. Let's talk about that in terms of your health. When you make a commitment to your own health, When you recognize the value that you have in your world and that you are worth being kind to, being healthy, being able to be the positive ripple of change in your world. When you recognize that and you apply your commitment to make a change into your own life, it'll get you through the mornings when it's raining outside. It'll get you through the resistance that you have to going out if it's cold. It'll get you through the obstacles of the people in your household saying, oh, but wait, I have this for you to do, and oh, wait, I need this from you. You know, when you make a commitment, you'll figure out where to fit it in. There are two women that came to a weight loss workshop that... I presented last January. They made a commitment at that time to figure out how to incorporate exercise into their life. I knew they were going to be successful. I could see the determination on their faces. One had, um, she had recently had a baby. Um, there was another toddler, I think, in the house. She was having trouble figuring out where to fit it in, how to get the time, but she worked it out. She negotiated that with her husband. She negotiated that with herself, gave herself permission to do exercise, no matter what, because she knew the results she wanted. Both of them, I believe, are running a marathon. It's incredible. They made a commitment and they used that commitment to push them through anything that presented itself as an obstacle. They found that place within themselves to make that transformation from, "Eh, I guess I could get there, to I will do this. I will incorporate exercise into my life. I will make this change. And they actually acted on that. Now, there are other things that are a little bit different in terms of prevention. Things that, again, are within our own control. Things we can choose. But they involve something beyond just our own kind of personal activity. There are three viral sources of cancer. The human papillomavirus, that's what causes cervical cancer in women, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C. Now, I know there's lots of controversy about vaccination, and I'm not here to tell you that you should or shouldn't. Because I believe, again, that's a personal choice. It has to be right for you. But what we do know is that we have eradicated other illnesses through the use of vaccines. Polio, smallpox. Think about it. We've made a change in world health with vaccines. So, again, vaccines have to be right for you. But we have vaccinations for the human papillomavirus, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C. And if we eradicate those viruses, we could completely eliminate the viral-related cancers. So Hep B and Hep C, that's liver cancer. Human papillomavirus, that's cervical cancer in women, uterine cancer. Now, yes, there are other ways to do it. Not only by vaccination, we know that silver in suspension kills the human papillomavirus 100% of the time. You'd have to research that to figure out how to use it in your life, but it does work. Now, here's one that I found amazingly um, unique. I hadn't thought of this. I suppose I did know it somewhere in the back of my mind, but until I saw it written down, I didn't really associate it with, cancer prevention. An aspirin is associated with a 40% reduction in mortality for colon and colorectal cancer. That's an aspirin a day. Now I know about aspirin as a prevention for second heart attack. I've heard that one. But I didn't know about aspirin being a of way of reducing colon cancer and that is a very very simple thing to incorporate. You know some of these things because we've known them for a long time it's really about education. Our medical um, consultants, our medical health consultants perhaps don't have that information yet, or perhaps aren't sharing it in an effective way. Perhaps we don't know how to find that information, so we can't educate ourselves. But, you know, that is worth knowing. An aspirin a day can reduce the mortality rate of colon and colorectal cancer by 40%. Okay, and that would be, again, a simple one to incorporate. Now, when we come back, We're going to finish up on these kinds of behaviors that we can choose. And there's one more related to pancreatic cancer that is so crucial and I want you to know about because it is something you can so easily do. So we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
2: Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
1: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear... That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about fifty-two seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T, rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network.
0: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone. It's a tablet. It's both. And it's only from AT&T.
1: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets.
2: Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the
1: brain firing really fast.
2: All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge.
0: Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic today has been personal health and taking responsibility and ownership for your health. And specifically, we've been talking about certain behaviors that you can incorporate into your lifestyle that have a dramatic reduction in your risk for cancer. Now, there is one more that I want you to know about because this one you know we've we felt for so long that cancer just happens and we felt as a population as as a general you know kind of information out there it always seemed to baffle us that somebody got cancer and we didn't understand what the causes and the sources were of how we develop cancer and one of the cancers that is probably the scariest for many, many people is pancreatic cancer, because we're not real good at the treatment yet of pancreatic cancer. It is fatal more often than not, and it is a very frightening type of cancer, and yet I found this wonderful article last night, and was uh, um, there's some medical blogs, they do some, some kind of video things, it's through Medscape again. And it's Dr. David Kerr. He's a professor of cancer medicine at the University of Oxford. He's also the um, past president of the European Society for Medical Oncology. This man is an oncologist. He lives, speaks, breathes, eats, and just is incorporated all day long in the world of medical oncology. And he brought out a study on pancreatic cancer and what we can actually do that might reduce the risk of developing pancreatic cancer. Now, the study itself was published in the Annals of Oncology, and it was written by Carlo LaVecchia. He's from the Mario Negri Institute in Milan. And it was a beautiful study, very, very well done. There's no, not any flaws in this one. It was a very, um, very rigid, case-controlled study. Had approximately 1,000 participants. 350 of those cases were um, had pancreatic cancer out of the 1,000. Um, and the other 650 were case-controlled patients, so comparators. And the focus was on food. You're going to love this, food, the choices of food. And they did a beautiful food inventory with all of these individuals. Um, And because we now have a better understanding of the composition of food, they were able to correlate the, the risk of developing pancreatic cancer and the dietary composition of some compounds called flavonoids and glycans. These are, um, nutrients that are found in apples, pears, and red grapes. So remember that old an apple a day kind of thing? Well, there's, uh, there's good evidence now, good scientific evidence. Apples, pears, and red grapes. They contain a group of chemicals that are called proanthocyanidins, and those substances, those wonderful things actually create a situation in the body where cancer cells are dissolved or disintegrated before they become a problem. So, in other words, they cause what we call apoptosis, which is the um, the, the cancer cell actually folds in on itself. It causes a death of the cell. Those compounds that we find in apples and pears and red grapes will actually cause a cancer cell to fold in on itself and die. So this whole study suggests that a diet that is rich in flavonoids and glycans can reduce the chance of developing pancreatic cancer by more than 25 percent. Okay, so this one really is totally within your control. Incorporate that into your diet every day. Make sure that you get a nice, healthy portion of apples or pears or red grapes so that every day you're getting those wonderful, healthy nutrients that help to keep your body really healthy, totally within your control. This is what I'm talking about. So for today... As I said, I've learned a lot of lessons from my clients and this is incredible information to me that we have things that we can do that are totally within our control that we can participate in without anybody knowing or telling us to do it and we can make a difference. We can make a difference in this world. We can make a difference in our own health. We can make a difference in the lives and the health of the people around us. Because as we practice healthier behaviors, people mirror what we do. So the people around you will begin to see your success, and they'll want that change for themselves. So I'm asking you, pick one thing. I don't care what it is. Pick a place to start. Whether it's incorporating more fruits and vegetables into your diet, whether it's getting out and moving more, I don't care what it is, whether it's even deciding Today is the day I'm going to figure out how to stop smoking. I don't care what it is. Pick one thing and let's put it in place. Let's take the action. Remember what I said, the lessons that I learned from my clients? I've watched clients who want to discover the why. They want to discover why they eat so much. They want to discover why they're overweight. They want to discover why they don't make these changes. Well, I'll tell you why you don't make the changes. There's some conflict, some conflict within yourself in your subconscious, something that you believe to be true, that you've repeated over and over to yourself, will stop that. Make a difference in your own health by telling yourself you deserve to be healthy. Go to sleep at night repeating that, I deserve to be healthy. Wake up in the morning and repeat that, I deserve to be healthy. And as you incorporate this new belief through the repetition of that statement, you will find that you begin to choose healthier things. You will begin to choose a healthier lifestyle because you are incorporating the belief that you are worth the change that you want to make. So one of the last things that I want to share with you is a lesson that I learned from my cats. Patience and persistence pays off. You know, I've watched my cats for many, many years. And if there's something that they want, they're very patient in getting it. They want to be sleeping on the bed, and that's a no-no. They'll wait. They'll be patient. And very gradually, they'll be persistent in getting on the bed and showing that they can be good when they're on the bed or showing that they can follow the rules except for getting on the bed and they'll be persistent and it might take them a long time but they always get what they want. They manage to get me to comply with what they want through their patience and persistence. Do you get it? Apply this to your life. Your patience and persistence in applying these changes to your life do pay off. So once again Take this information, make it work for you. Choose one action today that you will put into your life and make a difference in your own health today. Go out there, make it a great day. You deserve it.
2: Thanks again for joining us for What Matters? Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.